new for 96 with your hosts Kevin McCauley and Chris Nguyen. Do people still do claymation? Is that still a thing? I feel like technology has progressed beyond that. I think it's eclipsed a little bit, but I think there's like a market for like a retro claymation movement. Maybe. Because people are so jaded on CG. What I'm going to do is I'm going to open up my like Windows 98 laptop and do the little like CG thing that I had like as a kid, which I think just spun like a like a cylinder or a cone in 3D and mesmerize people who do claymation. Wow. The uh that movie Isle of Dogs. Wait, was Wes, that claymation? Yeah. Oh my god. Wes Anderson still does that. Yeah, that's true. Cuz it's like a, you know, Yeah, the Fantastic Mr. Fox alternative. Yeah. It's very Wes Anderson. It is. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. So, oh, I wanted to see that. Which one? So badly. Uh Isle of Dogs. Oh yeah, I watched Dog. Isle of Dog. Isle of Dogs. Okay. Plural. Yes, it so. was supposed to be like if you say it real fast, it sounds like another word, and I can't remember what that is. I love dog. I love dog. I love dogs. Oh, yeah, oh, that's it. How clever! Yes, and I do love dogs. That's what we expect from <laughs> Mister Anderson. <laughs> I was playing with um, two Shibas this weekend, and I go, you know me, like I love dogs, but I can't, I just can't have one. Because one, I'll forget to water it, and two, uh, my home is a Fabergé egg of mid-century modern furniture. <laughs> and uh, if you've ever watched a video of a Shiba just going nuts, and I actually love it, like it's, it's kind of amazing how much energy they have, but it's also just like tearing up whatever place that they're in. Yes. Um, but I played with um, two of them, and we were riding around. Uh, I. I love this. I don't know if you saw it in our group chat, but we were riding around in Jordan's uh, E-Class, the latest one, which I don't... It's the W something. Is it still W? It's still W. Could be. I think it's W. W something, but I don't know what the new ones are. W169. Yep. W420. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I we, I, sh- I shot a picture, or I sent a picture to the group, and uh, I think Daniel Golson liked the photo, and then retracted it, and he said, I was going to heart <laughs> that, and then I noticed that it had the analog gauges. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, that's my dog story. Um, I have to post a photo of like, one of them, because one's a name Shiba. It's a miniature Shiba. Hmm. And normally I don't like, like tiny versions of regular dogs, but this thing is very perfect. And it is very crazy, but oh, that's good in a smaller way. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, how was your week, weekend? Oh, it was fine. Nothing eventful happening. Yeah. Well, it's because the car has been uh, mine. Yeah, incapacitated. Mine's yeah, mine's incapacitated a little bit. Yeah. Um, Catastrophic air conditioning failure. Nope, that'd be my car. Oh, your yeah. car was something else. <laughs> Lots of little teeny hoses or something. I yep. don't know. Which is like all that they're load bearing hoses. Like yeah. In every nine eleven that uh, just caused. They're probably issues. ones that I replaced in twenty sixteen that are now expired. Probably yeah. We got a good view of them the other day. Two yeah. Weekends ago when we mm-hmm. um, were like uh, 
our friend Jules that we met, or I met him at the PCA meets through yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And that's where you knew him from too? Uh, yeah, I think it was one of those things where we saw him at the get-togethers yeah. and then uh, got to know him at the yeah. at the rally yeah, yeah. Uh, the first year I went. But he and his girlfriend Tamara, they mm-hmm. are very interesting people. and They are. Uh, come, they are originally from Australia. They each yeah. have 911s, air-cooled old, old but ones. But the thing is, and it, it's not even like, that's not even the cool thing. The cool thing is that like they take road trips together yeah. in separate cars. Yeah. Like... I actually think it's really cool. So each one like gets to experience like the drives wherever it is that they're going. And they'll go really far. They went to they drove to Rensport. Yeah, they drove to Rensport. They really shipped the cars to Rensport and drove yeah. back. Yeah. And they've gone to like yeah, uh Big Bend and, yeah. and the plus the rallies every year. And Jules has a G50 Carrera, but it's right-hand drive because he bought it when living while living in the UK. And that's so that's now tomorrow's car. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he bought the 85 Carrera? 85 Carrera. That you looked at. That I looked at like a year before he bought it. Um, and then it instantly needed a rebuild. Uh, yeah. Which is what brings us to... Um, <laughs> pardon <laughs> you, Kevin. <laughs> Even though it was my computer. Um, that's probably going to happen a lot more. I'm going to mute that real quick. Mm, Mr. Popular gets emails. <laughs> it's nothing but nothing like to brag Crow, about. Like coupons. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, so Jules' engine in the 85 Carrera needs a rebuild. Yep. And so he told us his plan was to take the engine out, uh, buy a replacement engine, buy it, buy another Carrera engine. Yeah. You sent put, me. Drop it, drop it in. Yeah. And then over the span of maybe a year, rebuild or six months, rebuild yeah. his car's original engine and kind of figure it out himself, which I thought was He's really gonna cool. He's going to do it himself, yeah, admirable. which is pretty cool. Like, yeah. And, uh, like, he seems actually fairly, me- like, mechanically inclined. Yeah, definitely. Much more so than us, uh, say, for yes, instance. we are idiots. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, that's still, like, it's there's, like, a little bit of a mystery to it. So we were in his garage, uh, and he was about to drop the engine, and we swung by to help out. Yeah, because when we when he told us the plan, I was like, I want to help. I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll hold the beer. I'll do whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll buy the beer. I'll stand there. I'll... And we did. Yeah, <laughs> but also like we like disconnected some hoses. Yeah, we did some things. Yeah. I think it was it was helpful to have an extra set of hands. Oh yeah, totally. Um, like, and uh, we made ourselves useful. Some we did more than others. Yes. Um, <laughs> we didn't get in the way, is what you're trying to say. We didn't like say drop the car on him. <laughs> right. Right. So Which it was ideal. cool. I mean, it's it's fun. I'm sure many of the listeners know, but you. You drop the engine from the bottom yeah. on, onto like a. You drop it and you lift the car. Jet. You like, lift the car up over it. Yeah, um, and it goes. The car goes pretty high. Yeah, uh, I think it has to clear thirty inches, something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. not quite thirty inches, but pretty high. Yeah, and then yeah, the engine drops low as it can go, and then out it goes. But there are surprisingly not a lot of things like holding it in, like yeah, as far as like connection points. I mean, obviously, like. Uh, the mounts and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, but, I think most cars have like four mounts. Yeah, but it but just seems the hoses, easy. the wires. It just didn't seem like. Um, it seems like it should have been more complicated. But uh, that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of one of the, the things that draw you to, these dumb old cars is that it is actually simple. Like yeah. surprisingly, even yeah. though like that simple thing. As you and I have learned, like trying to do like just small stupid things in our cars, 
uh, like ends up taking four times longer and you yes. either break it or like it is much worse off than <laughs> when you started. Um, yeah. But, we'll have to post a couple pictures from that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really am eager to jump back in and, and help him put the other engine in or yeah. whatever. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just like, I don't know if I would have the patience. Like, uh, and so I applaud him for being yeah. able to yeah. like plan all that out. Um, but he is doing something that like I would, I don't know if I would consider doing it necessarily because it is kind of a large expense, but getting the spare engine so that you can use the car. But that's a good idea. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you don't really lose money per se. Like Right. He could resell that thing. Yeah. So easily. Unless that needs a rebuild too. There's then always that chance. two projects yeah. um, to fill that time with. Yeah. And speaking of old cars, uh, if anyone follows car people on Twitter, uh, our friend Blake Wrong... Like Z wrong. Uh, finally fulfilled his childhood dream, his destiny, his destiny, if you will. He bought a Saab. He bought a Saab. It's a 900 turbo. He bought an air cooled Saab. Yep. Yeah. It looks good. It looks really it good. Looks great. It has Incas. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, like as far as like any Saabs that he could have bought, he bought I think one of the best ones. I agree. Yeah. Like it is. It looks like it's in really good condition. If he had bought like an ng that is that the term yeah the new gen if you bought like a or like a a later you, vegan i would yeah. have said wow you bought half a sub <laughs> yeah or no sub at all it's actually those are based off of an opal so right right and there's the, still some ng, to them. the ng stands for new generation it was the first gm based or gm produced sob so that was the 94 and up everything every sob 94 and up uh except for oh yeah even the 9000 um were gm cars but Blake bought a real Saab. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an 85. 85, yeah. Same yeah. as Lance's LeBaron, mm, okay. um, as they commiserated. Uh, both will, both are turbo. Both will, at some point in time, be in similar states of... Under a sheet in Maryland. <laughs> in rural Maryland. Yep. Uh, but, uh, no, that's such a cool car. It's a really cool car. Uh, I... I would love to have a Saab 900 turbo or even a 99 turbo, something, something like of that old era. Uh, and yeah. Does this have the louvers? No. No louvers. No louvers. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, I will, I will put, I will probably see it in the next month. Oh. When I go to Jeff's wedding. Oh yeah. So hopefully I can drive it. That would be really cool. That yeah. would be the. Third stop I've driven. Whoa! Wait, yeah. what are the other two? Uh, Stevens. Oh uh, yeah, but that was that was like the last oh, God, gen shut nine up. three. Shut up. Counts. The key was in the middle, uh-huh. and uh, David Grimshaw's Saab ninety. Oh yeah. Ninety five. Yeah. Saab ninety five. It was a wagon. Yeah. It's a wagon. Yeah. Yeah. And it three on the tree was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I seen that in person and i love the patina and i like that he like drive he actually drives it yeah he dailies it yeah it's that's crazy. pretty crazy yeah mm-hmm. does it do you remember if it has ac because it's in austin and no it does get hot it today. does not today i was uh in the carrera and it was maybe it maybe cracked 80 today and the ac is not functional at the moment and but you like it warm 
I like it warm, but it was pretty warm. Did you have the sunroof open? I had all of the orifices open as much as I could, and it was still like a little toasty. So I think I'm going to have to have that fixed, even though slowly but surely, like every time I bring it in uh, to have the AC looked at, they fix a component mm-hmm. and it gets it closer to getting fixed. But it, it's for, I like, I would, I want to go in there and just say like, what's it going to take to just make it actually work? But slowly, <laughs> slowly, but surely. Uh, so we'll see. And, but um, yeah, so Blake has this on. Blake has this off. Yeah. And he may or may not go to New York with it, which is a potential plan that he has. And that will be interesting because he'll look like, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. What a good a, way of looking at that. A sob in New York. Yeah. And one day it will end up in a stairwell because he's offended <laughs> people of certain that, minority groups. Was that the penultimate episode you're referring to? Yeah. Oh, it was the one goodness. that they took off air. Yeah. Or took off of syndication because it was offensive. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so. When you have the DVDs, you can rewatch it as many times yeah. as you want. And I do. <laughs> I have this green cap saved somewhere. And oh it just, yeah, it's good for it's good still reaction photo. I wonder, like, was that a practical effect? I guess it was. No, I think they like hoisted a sob into a stairwell, and yeah. like, yeah, that's what I mean. Practical, like it was. Really, oh yeah, was yeah. Real. Oh yeah, it was real. <laughs> it was real. They ruined like thirty sobs in that show, just for practical effect. <laughs> I'm sure. Anyways. Uh, what else we got on this list here? Um, Lisa's Boxster. Yeah. It's, uh, Lisa needs. Yes. Lisa, Lisa needs Boxster. Boxster. <laughs> so my sister-in-law has commissioned me to sell her mm-hmm. 2005 Boxster, which she bought about a year and a half ago. And now she's having a family change and needs yeah. to not have the car anymore. She has so. an 05, uh, base Yes. Five speed. It's a great driving car. It's, yeah. It's really fun to drive around. That's a good city car. It like, is good. It's got the 17s. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. Um, five speed, you know, it really glass is. rear window. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a good car. I and, think, yeah, that five speed in the city is perfect too. Just like yeah. you get to, it, it's, you get to drive it slow, but, or I mean, you, if you drive it in the city, you drive it slow, but it's, you get to kind of. You can ring it out in certain moments. Yeah, I'm totally, sure. totally. Without uh, going absolutely nuts and have fun. Yeah. But uh, and I saw that you took some very uh, bat bring a trailer esque <laughs> photos, ones yeah. that are very popular uh, currently, the Fantasy Junction ones, which seem is it Fantasy Junction? It's avant garde. Avant garde. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I I went to that spot and there was a train there, so yeah, it was wasn't perfect. planning on that. But yeah. I shot the car. Um, there might be a sale pending on it from a dealership. Will so you we'll put see. in the ad? Train is not for sale. Uh, no. Okay. So, anyway, we'll see. Mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm, see about mm-hmm. that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it. I saw it up close the other day. It has a few. Uh, it's got some. A few cosmetic issues, but overall looks pretty decent. Yeah, overall, it's, and it's a solid car to drive. Yeah. It has no issues mechanically. It only has like a mile on it. Yeah, it's fifty-five k. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a good car. Yeah, it and is a good car. You can still change out the IMS on it. So you could. The year after, you could not. Yeah, and you cannot so. check the oil. Nope. Oh yeah, it's digital. 
Yes. Yeah. I remember that in the Cayman. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so have you listed it? I saw that. Uh, did you write that original listing or is that did she write that? No, I think I wrote it. Okay. Did That's... it have some issues? No, it was very brief. Oh, yeah. Well, it was Craigslist. No one. Yeah. Was... And you, I noticed that on at least one photo was uh, turned counterclockwise the wrong way. Uh, none of the full, you couldn't see all the bumpers and there were wrappers on the floor. So mm -hmm. the perfect Craigslist ad. Yeah. Well, I replaced all those pictures yeah. and um, it is listed, but yeah, like I said, there might be a sale pending. So we're going oh, wow. to talk tomorrow with this um, dealership that oh, wants yeah. to buy it. So tomorrow yeah. is, Lisa's cool with the sale. So yeah. I, I don't really have an update right now. But yeah. Tomorrow, they're, it's pros they're processing it. So. Yeah. Well, that'd be quick and easy. Yeah, that would be, I think, for the best. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but like, it's unfortunate she is just not like a, it's it's kind of a buyer's market. Yeah. If you, you know, if you're in the market for one of these, a lot of people buying a Porsche or have, they're buying as a second car. Mm -hmm. They're not in a rush. Yeah. And you can wait around and pay an extra fifteen hundred dollars to get one that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to sell it, like, and also like with the cosmetic issues, like it's hard for me to say, like, I, I don't know, like if I'm selling it in person to people and they're coming and looking at it, it's like oh, I've got to like explain away this and knock this off the price and stuff. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to do. Like I think this would be the perfect. I have scenario. like seller's guilt, like when it comes to stuff like that, where I wonder if like they know about things like. IMS or bore scoring or any of those things well, where if someone's like, like when I sold the GTI, I was, and I ended up selling it to that dealer anyways, because the guilt of like, what if like some young student buys this or something and they don't realize that like the engine could get chewed up when the chain tensioners like blow. Cause it's just a common issue. But also like as a seller, I, it, it's one of those things where like, I'm probably not going to say like, you know, these engines real shoddy. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I've, I mean, I'm in a unique position because I've been on the other side of this where I was selling a car that had, I, that was a also gray boxer that had IMS fixed. Yeah. And I thought it would command like a $3,000 premium and in the marketplace said no. You mean and like so, what you paid to have IMS, the IMS fix put in? I paid five, so. Oh, excellent. I paid, I paid like $5,500. Well, you had the clutch done. I had the clutch and flywheel done too, yeah. so. But I mean, I really did think it was like a two or three thousand dollar premium yeah. just because it's IMS, and it's like I had a big blurb about the IMS in the you know in the listing and stuff. And people that don't know, they don't want to hear yeah. about it. And so you've got to find someone that knows. But um, I but yeah, I, I think it doesn't you, it doesn't quite equal that way. So I'm not, I don't feel bad selling it. My listings, like they, it's I try to write it like. I would want to read like a listing. It's never just like, it's not like the life story of the car per se, but I list all like the highlights and words and whatnot. But then I'm like, so uh, not confident about it. The, you know, these flaws, the flaws that the car might have are going to detract from it because I think about it. Like when I sold my E90, the 330i, I, at the time, I think I sold it for 10.5 or something like that and it was and probably it sold in like a day it sold in like a day and it had like because that car had been street parked uh in in a very dense metropolitan area and it had been hit like four times three or four times 
and like I think they were all on the Carfax. It, nothing like catastrophic, but you know enough to fall insurance on it. And I was so sure like no one was gonna like want to buy this for market value. So even though it was perfectly maintained, I had records, everything like it was. Other than the Carfax dings, like it was the perfect car. And sure enough, like some guy from Austin like drove down and it was sold basically within the day. Yeah. And I was so mad because like for like several years after I would see listings for the same type of car for more than I sold it for that were yeah. far less oh, good yeah. shape. But so I come from the other direction. Like I'm very not confident about like well, I mean, I was selling. not confident. That's why with this car, when I listed it, I had such a short description and everything. I was just like, here's yeah. the facts. And I had like, once I took good pictures, I had like a lot, you know, as many of the imperfections, you know, there's this ding here, there's this yeah. scrape here, there's this whatever. I tried to highlight those. Yeah. Um, which I, I think that left an impression on me when I bought a car and yeah. like they had pictures like documenting, like these are all these imperfections. Cause yeah. it's like, Oh, if they're willing to like highlight all these, yeah. then that means there's not any more, which yeah. is not necessarily true, but it kind of gives a false confidence. I think. Yeah. But not, 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 I'm not trying to mislead anyone. No, I was no, trying no, to be no. upfront, but I didn't have uh, very much description because it's like, uh, well, it's like, I have no history of the car. Yeah. I have no records. There's no books. Yeah. There's not even manuals yeah owner's manuals any of that yeah so it's like uh, i don't want to get into the story it's, it's like, like here's the car it's a great driver it's in great mechanical condition yeah it's, it's been cared for and i've gone through it and i'm a pca member selling it <laughs> yeah and she's managed somehow to only spend like a couple of hundred dollars in maintenance just over the last one oil change one oil change one which oil is amazing change. yeah considering uh, and they kind of went through and they kind of went through the car and they were like yeah you're gonna need you're gonna need brakes probably the next year yeah <laughs> that's it and i'm like oh that's my just God. absolutely nuts i was expecting them to come back car. and be like oh yeah we found all these metal shavings yeah. when you pulled the oil <laughs> <laughs> i just i've never had a car that was that easy to own but also like I probably put a lot of that pressure but we, onto we, it myself, but still. we also like want to make our cars perfect. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, and there are some, but mechanically that one seemed fine. Cosmetically, yeah, it probably would have cost a little bit to. Yeah, we wanted to make it uh, really nice. I guess. Right, it, so, and it. I mean, it's it fine. had some. It had some issues like cosmetically from the beginning, and then I think she's yeah. added a couple more, and then the interior is like. It is more worn for fifty for fifty five thousand miles. Yeah. It is more worn than the miles indicate, yeah. and weirdly not in the normal nine nine seven areas. Yeah, and you said that she had like every uh, every crevice stuffed with things. Yes. Yeah, that drives me slightly nuts because I keep like nothing in the car. Like even the glove box, it might it just has like the insurance papers. And then I keep like the manual at home or in yeah. the trunk or something like that. Uh, but like I keep absolutely nothing in the car. Also yeah. because uh, it's a little bit safer here where uh, I live. But still, yeah, I just that's so the the the. Do you keep things in your car? Um, not really. Okay. I I keep like I have bowling in, balls and. <laughs> In the 911, like, I have, like, a lot of spares. Like, I have a jump starter thing. I have a first aid kit. Like, a lot of the stuff that I bought for my long road trip, I just keep in the 911. 
Um, and then I also have my like instant step stool for photos. Yeah. Which I should probably just keep in the Prius. But the Prius, I don't. Uh, the Prius, uh, the Prius in the back under the floor, yeah. like by oh, the there's battery. A big, like a storage. Uh, yeah. Thing. So I've kept because I was on a photo job where I had where I didn't have yeah. like you know rain ponchos and yeah. plastic bags for my camera and tape yeah. and stuff. So I have that kind of stuff stored in the Prius, but I don't have like loose things. Yeah. I I loved that storage space in the Prius under the floorboard. And did you notice that I'm I don't know if this is this is probably every generation, but if you remove the tonneau like cartridge for the tonneau cover, you can there is a perfect slot under the floorboard. No, I never it. noticed that. Yeah. So the next time you look oh, in that's there, cool. Yeah, so you'll notice like two notches at the very extreme edges. That's so that you can slot the tonneau cartridge. Oh, that's extremely in. cool. Yeah, and yeah, and there's even like the side, like there's the sides of the under storage, and one side of the battery, like yeah. the starting battery, and yep. the other side's like more storage. So I yeah. have stuff there, like that's where I keep like rain gear and yeah. tape and stuff. I learned to keep tape in the car ever since Hill Country Rally last year when I had to tape my wiper to the stick. Oh yeah. So yeah. now I keep tape in every car. I have gaffer's tape in the wagon. I don't. I, I there's a huge binnacle under these the floor as well. Mm-hmm. I think I, I keep like rubber gloves because does that car have a spare tire? No. Okay. No spare tire, and there's no like space for one either. So if and that it, the solution is just like any modern BMW is just you can get a spare tire. You're just gonna have to like literally like strap it down mm-hmm. in your trunk so the mini has a spare tire like under the bottom like a, oh, like, like a truck a, like in a truck oh that's funny isn't that weird that's really weird because yeah. i thought it was on run flats uh, by default i don't think so okay i would rather just have a spare tire honestly because yeah. run flats are terrible and once the tires in the bmw are gone through i'm probably going to switch out of that uh, and that, like, in the old E90, that just improved the handling tremendously. Yeah. In comfort. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know where I was going with the storage thing. Oh, but all cars should have hatches of some kind because you can integrate. Like, I feel like that gives you the freedom to have all of these neat features that you <laughs> would normally uh, never have, like, in a sedan or a coupe. Mm-hmm. Like the E91 has a, so if you take off the tonneau, which the tonneau cartridge thing, which is really heavy, you are supposed to slot it into, it's hard to describe it. Once you fold the seats down, basically the upper part of the seat has these tracks that you slot the tonneau cartridge into. And then there's a separate tonneau that you, like a secondary one that you tug on. And what, it is is it's a net it's a dog net so you can raise that net and then attach it to these like hooks in the roof oh, and nice. it creates like this huge netted area in the back for i assume it's for dogs i don't know maybe for yeah. cats too yeah maybe for i cats. have very okay. little experience with cats but mm. um do you take cats in the car like just freely have you done that i did when i had my good cat okay yeah, he okay. would sit on my lap in the Prius, and I would drive around. Yeah. Sometimes I would drive Laura to work, and I would have a cat with me. Okay. <laughs> and 
So the other the other ones, good would, cats will just sit with you. Other yeah, ones, the other not ones, so much. Well, they, they, re, they get real curious about like gas pedals and stuff, <laughs> or like wrap themselves around your head like sunglasses. Yeah, not see through. You know, I've I've had so I've I've only, I've only owned five cars, six if you count the mini as mm-hmm. mine, and I've never had a car with a normal trunk. Oh yeah, I've ne- like everything's either been a hatchback or like. Porsche. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, do you consider the Boxster's trunk a the rear one? I don't consider it like a sedan trunk. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, that's the closest to a sedan trunk, but yeah. I still think it's different. I guess. I remember when I was a kid, I was obsessed with like the liftover, the liftover cutouts that trunks have because I think at the time my parents had a. A Taurus and a Volvo 740, and it just had like the old style trunk, and they were sedans, so it had like that kind of really shallow, or not shallow, but like the high trunk, basically. It was just like a lid. Oh, and yeah. I just thought, for some reason, when I was a kid, I thought it was so revolutionary that like Toyotas had like these cutouts. Oh, I remember, yeah. Yeah, I forgot the Taurus. It was just a lid. It's just like a lid. So yeah. it was basically like the Boxster, but just maybe it. It yeah. waterfalled over just slightly, which is such a smart idea. I thought, why didn't people do that like forever ago? Because it costs slightly more, I guess. And I remember one of the first cars I think I saw that in was uh, an LS400. Mm. My uncle, my doctor uncle had just, uh, got, he purchased like a 1990 LS400. And I was like, this is an amazing car, especially because of this liftover thing. Yeah. And that's why I got the Celsius, the one and only reason. It's for the liftover, even though every Makes sense. car I've ever owned has had the liftover. But anyways, yes. So you had a thing in here about seal gray. What of it? What of it? Oh, I was just going to say, because I, I shot those pictures of the car, and I was like, oh, and I was editing them, and I was like, man, I do not miss this color. Oh. It's so weird to shoot. Like, it's metallic gray. I like seal gray. I know, but it's weird to shoot because... The top turns super blue, oh, yeah. and the bottom turns super brown, okay. like reflecting on the yeah. ground. Like it doesn't. It's like, such a sil- neutral color. Silver, but silver looks neutral and it usually shows up neutral. But seal yeah. gray, I don't know. It just gets seal very or silver. I imagine you can better color balance because it runs cool, and then it everything just kind of runs cool. Yeah, like yeah, from I a photography so. nerd standpoint, it seems like the more neutral the color, like where like it'll either reflect cool or warm right well seal and seal gray is also a warm gray yeah um anyway just editing those pictures i was like oh yeah i dealt with this yeah because i used to have a seal gray boxer myself yeah. and it reminds me i was like oh yeah i don't I miss think this at all technically that's in the the nine eight seven that you shot that would have been meteor gray technically Oh, the Lisa's Boxster? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I think they changed the color or something like that. Cause That's it, stupid. It is stupid because also, like, my car, the 86, is meteor gray metallic. Yeah. And is basically still gray. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... It, Yours doesn't seem as warm. It's not as warm. I noticed today, like, like and there... We had some weird cloudiness today. And some... it Like, it's almost like a translucent gray. I can't describe it exactly. But it's not quite like a seal gray, seal gray. But I always liked it because it was just kind of like a, a non-choice color. Like it just it was so unoffensive. You could never hate it uh, looking at it at least. But 
Okay, what do you think of the? What do you think of? Do you remember that I saw a uh, uh, a 118th scale model, uh, 996 turbo in guards red. Mm-hmm. What do you think of turbos, 996s, or just any modern Porsche in guards red? Um, I think it's. I think there's a very cool simplicity to it. Yeah. Like I think a 991. Is it? It looks really good in guards red because it's so uncommon because there's so many yeah. grays and silver cars. Is it too much though on like a modern car because there's so much body? Um, I don't. I don't think necessarily. Okay. Because I was thinking. Remember when we went to go look at that one? Yeah. Nine nine six turbo a long time ago, and it was in guards red, and I was just like debating back and forth whether or not, like that, if it was a color that. Uh, I wouldn't eventually like hate on a car like that. And I still like am very undecided. Uh, but I think it's cool. I think silver's cooler on that specific car. Yeah. Oh. Like a 996 Carrera in guards red seems like the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of red. Oh, yeah. speaking of 991s, someone gave me a car cover today for Ooh. my car. Ooh. I was in the parking lot of my office and. Uh, it it was someone who was interested in cars, etc. And he's involved with the property, and so he was he was washing a car on the property, which is a whole another story. He washes cars on the property, and um, uh, so I had I had the Carrera out, and I was. Uh, Did you I, tell him you were, he was doing it wrong by using water? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we'll go into that another episode. We but, did that in the previous one. Did we? Yes. Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I did a park the car and he walked over and, uh, he was like, Hey, uh, do you want a car cover for your car? Like, and I think it was his ex-girlfriend's car. He, like it was a nine, nine, it was from a 991 GTS. And he was like, I know it's not the same car, but it's kind of the same general shape. Do you want it? It's a really nice car we cover. Have to, we have to drape this over your car and take a picture. <laughs> and there's like going to be four feet on either side of extra. Yeah. Saggage. Yeah, I'm really curious too because I mean it. It is basically the same general shape, and with the because I have the tail on my car still, it's probably sort of the same like rear end girth. Uh, so yeah, let's let's do it. So I I have a nice car cover for. Hey, wow. Yeah, so that was nice of him uh, to think of that. Although, like now I'm kind of afraid that like. I don't know where that car cover's been. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, so, okay, so it's almost May, and we'll be going to Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, for Lufty Cult. Six. Wait. Yes. Six. Yeah. Yeah. At Universal Studios. Oh, my God. You know, I was going to, I was kind of going to say, like, I don't know. I, I was kind of going to sit this one out, and then I saw the location, and I was uh, like, oh, yeah, like, it's so cool. Unavoidable. Like, you just have to go to this one. It's like, going to be. It fulfills many things. I know it. You were going to say? It's, it's going to be, like, on the back lot, like, on the fake city streets. Yeah, where the Back to the Future clock tower yeah. and everything is. And I know it's just so, like, I don't know if this just verges a little bit on, like, you know, fucking tourist, but I, it, I'm kind of excited. Like this is kind I'm of super really excited. cool. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah, and that is a very good. I think they're gonna off. limit it the cars this year too, because last year yeah. there was like 500 cars and it was just too much. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I can only imagine like 
right. would be slightly difficult. Yeah. In a place like this. But yeah, that's going to be exciting. So yeah. we'll be up there in, what is it, 20? No. It's like the it's 11th. Like, oh, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up quick. Yeah. It's like two weeks. Oh, shit. It's, it's two and a half <laughs> weeks away. Okay. Um, glad we booked all the things then. Yeah. Ahead of time. Normally, like, we're kind of like, I think you are much like me, waiting for, like, just to make sure, very last moment, like, yeah. it, just in case there are not better plans to lock down. So, and we're not going to tour anything, like, terribly interesting this time. What did you decide to rent? I, there wasn't anything, like, on Toro that seemed worth it. There were cool cars, but they were, like, way expensive. So, this time, I just went with Sixth. The, okay. I, whenever I fly into Seattle, I always rent from Sixth, and they always have good cars. Yeah, when so. that one time, we'll have to do a Toro-only episode, but that yeah. one time that my Toro, dis- my car disappeared <laughs> on the street, I was able to walk to Sixth in yeah. Venice and get a different car, and I got yeah. that, I got, like, a three- 28xi or something yeah i mean that's that like they have like normal car prices but it's like i've had like several s90s volvo s90s in seattle and it wasn't that much Ooh, excuse me and so this time uh i just i didn't want to go through the trouble of like yeah. picking up the car and or picking out the car and there's always that kind of like i like do kind of look at their profile to see if like they might be an asshole about like um how their car you is. manage to find the assholes every time i kind of do <laughs> and when they say don't drive on angela's crest with my car even though it's a public and road I do yeah they then send me a text message that says we have tracked you please don't be on that road please pay us 80 dollars immediately that is such bs yeah so i just um i got i'm probably we're, i i'm, Did I'm that always guy leave you a review no and okay. i didn't leave him a review either. okay but uh I I'm, I always get or similar anyways, and their or similars are decent enough. But I picked out uh, a Velar class. Oh, so okay, and it was pretty cheap. So we'll see. I w- hope it's a Velar because I'd love to s- spend some time with one. I would too. So we'll see. But the equivalent would be an XC90, which I haven't. But an XC90 is probably just like a tall S90, anyways. Yeah. So not all that different. But so, that's that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, not too much. Right. Um, we'll talk about the drive share after I do it. Fine. And is it time what for? Is, I think it is. Okay. New for OO the year two thousand. <laughs> it's always got to be two. It's got to be two numbers. Uh, yeah. The year the. It's not the aughts, I guess. It is the aughts. It's the aughts. The aughts. (laughs) Yeah. 19... Well, I guess we already said 2000. (laughs) (laughs) This year, we're doing 1900. (laughs) 19-2000. So, the year 2000 is... Did we have like an intro for that? I don't remember. Well, it's too late. We'll we'll put in in the Ion Springfield theme. So the year 2000 had a lot of new and familiar cars, and a lot of them are very awful. It was a bit of a tragic time. So how are we going to do this time? Oh, we pour me some? 
<laughs> it's time for... Oh, was uh, that directly into the mic? Yeah. <laughs> time for a break from our sponsors. Plug, plug, plug. Oh, dear God, you poured it. Okay, that's good, that's good. You just spilled it all over the control unit. Yep. Maybe it'll sound good for once. <laughs> Uh, so how are we going to do this time? We're doing the daily kick crush and drive once. Are we picking each other's or are we just picking our choices? Why don't we pick each other's? Cause I, I kind of liked how that goes. It lends an element of surprise. Yes. Okay. So I guess I'm choosing for you. Mm. Sure. Let's see. So... Uh, okay. So, Fuke, I'm going to pick for you. I'll pick you something nice. I'll go with... Wait, are you picking which ones I will FMK? Or are you picking me three cars and I choose which? No, 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 no. I'm picking for you. This is for you. <sighs> okay, fine. This is how this goes. Sure. So, oh, I guess no. You you decide the three Boy, cars and I make the we're vote. We're real organized here. Okay, fine. Um, Welcome to hour three of <laughs> New for ninety six. Okay, so I'm gonna pick for you the Spiker C eight. Okay, got my kill. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just kidding. There's some good ones here. Oh, okay. Chrysler PT Cruiser, which came out in the year two thousand. The Pontiac. I thought that was like ninety eight. Aztec. Okay. And those are your three cars. Those are my three cars? Those are your three cars. Um, thought I picked the worst ones, but there's some more in here. <laughs> uh, I guess I would daily the spiker because... <laughs> you don't want to end up... I don't want to end up... I would... I would drive the Aztec once because I'd be curious, and I would crush the PT Cruiser. And I've already driven a PT Cruiser once, and, yeah. <laughs> and it was terrible. It was Blake's, Blake's personal PT Cruiser. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pick for you. Mm. I'm going to make this harder. Mm. I'm going to pick good things because I'm not. Like, all of the non-U.S. market ones that I have no idea what they are. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, I'm going to pick the S60. Okay. The BMW Z8 mm-hmm. and the Acura MDX. Oh, you just like this is too straightforward. I'm gonna, I am going to fuke the Z8 because that'd be need to drive once at least, even though it's not my favorite car in the world. Uh, who wouldn't marry a Volvo, a good sensible Volvo? And that's a good Volvo, the S60. I like that generation. And obviously, I'm going to kill the MDX because I've never liked that. Like, it's just been, that is probably one of the most uninspiring Luxo. I don't even know what it continues to be. And it's, it's near luxury. To be. It's, it's near luxury. <laughs> yeah. So. That's my thing. So let's fly through this list All right, let's here. fly through just the U.S. market cars. Let's not get hung up on the no, things that we don't know what they because are. Because some of them are pretty... Okay, okay let's well, just go. Let's just go. All right, all right, all right. All right. The uh, 147 is cool. Yeah, the Alpha, Alpha 147, 147 is really cool. I didn't know what a, an Alpha uh, 937 was. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that was that. the GT. Yeah, although... Those are beautiful. The preview is probably not the generation from 2000. 
Ooh, the Buick Glate, the GL8, which is now a Mercedes, apparently. So, uh, that was just like a Chinese market terrazzo of some kind. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Okay, so don't know what that is. Don't care. What is a Courage? Oh, it's a race car. Yeah, the Courage. It's oh, French. Courage. Pardon me. Pierce Courage. I like team. this just for the name. The Dacia <laughs> Soup R Nova. It's amazing. But you have it's spelled S U P E. What about this? R Daewoo Nova. Magnus Walker. <laughs> Daewoo is life. <laughs> oh my God! Look at the face. This looks like a robot. Like it looks like a fake oh, cartoon yeah. robot. The yeah. Daewoos. Boy, they've Daewoos were. They were fortunate. Yeah. The Escape? Ford Escape? The the first first and worst. Yeah. Oh, the Ford I was just thinking about that was Dexter's car for like most of the series was the first gen. No, he had a second. He had a second. Oh, oh, did you have a first? He had a second. It was an LCI. He had a a hybrid. Okay, but that's an LCI. Okay. Yeah, because he had to have the sneaking. Yeah, that's that's an LCI. Yeah. What else did he drive? I think that was it. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so the next one is the Explorer Sport Track, which was an awful looking thing. Yeah, very bad. Yeah. And the Explorer Coupe was also that. And I, a friend in high school like had a brand new one, and I hated that so much. Because someone else also had the previous gen, which I thought looked way better. But also, not good. Uh, what is a Honda Stream? Don't know, but... Ooh, it's cool. It's a five-door thing. It looks like a... Um, Looks like a Mazda Five. Yeah, it does. Santa Fe, eh. Kira, Opt. These were the bad years for Korean oh, cars. Oh yeah, yeah, very bad. Basically, though, we can summarize like a lot of these cars as these were like the oval years, the puffy oval years. Yeah. Uh, Low tech. I'm unfamiliar with. It was like a kick car, I believe. Fine, Lotus. Good the three forty R, three forty R is cool. Yeah. Exige was cool. Oh, this the W two hundred three C. Did you know that generation off the top of your head? I actually thought it was the two hundred two, but uh, the two hundred two was something else. Was the previous one? This one, the early generation of this was very bad. I thought, and mm-hmm. later it got a little better. The mini hatch. Oh, they made that all the way up into two thousand. Oh. Wait, the I new... think it's the first gen. I think they're saying the first gen. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, in Europe, it came out in two thousand. Yeah. Okay, because it didn't come out here until like oh two, right? Right, right. That's a weird. I've never heard it termed that. I've always heard yeah. it termed as the mini hardtop. Oh, weird. Okay, the Morgan Arrow Eight. Oh yeah, the cross-eyed. Yeah. Etc. Uh. Nissan, so a bunch of future Uber cars, <laughs> a bunch of Opals, a Peruda. Oh, it looks like a K car or a key car, but I don't know what that is. Moving on. We talked about the Aztec, the Proton, Waya. Ooh, I like this one. The it's like the Corniche of the time, because they did some cool variants of that. Last of, or even though the, I forget what it was, what it was called. Anyways, 
Moving on. The roof RGT. Oh, I would like to talk about the RGT for okay. a moment. The RGT is like what really got me into Porsches. Mm-hmm. Um, because in Gran Turismo, they didn't have Porsche license. So they had roofs. So they had the 3400S, uh, which was the Boxster with a 3.4. Nice. And they had the RGT, which was basically like a homebrew GT3 made from Carrera yeah. parts. And the RGT was like one of the nicest cars to drive. And the game is, you know, fairly realistic and everything. And it, yeah. was, it was so good. And so you could basically have, you know, not as good of tires and be as fast as you would be in an, in another supercar on yeah. like soft tires because it because of the way the grip was because yeah. it seemed to do more with less grip so as you made the tires worse and worse like yeah. a Ford GT might spin out or yeah. be really hard to control but a, a, a roof RGT could be you know as fast as anything yeah and I thought that was very cool and it was just something so unique about the way it drove so that's yeah. what really like Driving that in the game is what made me like pursue like getting a Boxster, yeah, in real life because I just it drove so it was so unique, it was so intuitive and enjoyable. Oh my god, so that's the history, that's the start of it all, yeah. Um, and it looks cool, it looks cool, yeah, yeah. Although this one is the yeah, it's showing it's showing the wrong one, but it was it kind of looked like a kind of like a GT3, yeah. It, it, the front bumper wasn't as good, but anyway, which ironically, the 3400S was a boxer that had the 996 GT3 front bumper. Oh, yeah. Ooh, but, but more importantly, the Saturn L series also came out. And it was a Saab. You said it was a Saab, right? Yeah, the, I think it had similar underpinnings to the Saab 9.5. The LS was really the last hurrah for for Saturn, right? It was. Well, I it guess was they did a, make a bunch of SUVs and things. The View, which... And they made the... View was actually not terrible. Every time I see a View Redline, I get very excited. (laughs) That's so rare. I know. Yeah, otherwise, like, uh, not very nice. Uh, Well, the L-Series is like what, when Saab, I say it was the last hurrah. The L-Series was like when Saturn stopped being Saturn. Yeah, yeah. Because it was, like, in the 90s, if it was, like, say, like, 95, like, Saturn had its own devout brand of weirdos it did just like Saab in they were independently different but it was just like we like our weirdo cars yeah that are plastic yeah. and they're unique and the dealership experience is birthday different. cards for your car etc yeah and then like everything GM does they turned it to shit and they just started <laughs> making it like guess what now it's a cavalier yep like they just merged all the platforms everything yep. that made it unique it's like well that's gone yep well i mean and i think moving to midsize was like a really weird move too like they honestly should have just kind of kept with utilitarian small cars even if it was if they had eventually moved to CUVs. And but they, I mean, to the L series, like, I feel like that was the replacement. Like, I, I don't think that was it? like, a, that was not a, like a, a, I thought they were trying to move up market. I think, I don't know about With that. the luxury sedan Saturn, the LS. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about the lineup, but I feel like it was just a replacement for whatever mm. they had. Because everything they had was from, like, originally 1990. Yeah, that would have been great if it just stuck with that. Probably would have been better. Oh, my God. Bunch of Toyotas. 
Um, these are the bad years for like the Highlander. It looked not very good. The Sequoia looked with the, awful. What the what did the first Highlander look like? I thought it looked pretty good. Really? It looked like that. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, like I, it looked very like Japanese market. I guess so. And kind of like a, it looked like a very much of the design language of the original IS. Mm, yeah, I guess so. A little bit. They at the time, but then that competes with like I like the RX of that generation, that era a little bit better, and it would have yeah, been yeah. But the Highlander was like the unpretentious RX. I guess there. I don't know, but if this is true, I'm just gonna make this up. But I think they were both the Toyota Harrier or based on the same car. I think basically. you're absolutely right. So and the Harrier was way cooler for no reason that I know of. <laughs> so. And then we get into Volvos, and then it had the V70s. The V70s just the wagon version of the the S60. That was a cool one. Why wasn't it called the V60? Um, because Volvos always have V plus ten on the sedan, and that's what that's the pretty stupid. Uh, except for the V90, because V100 sounds weird. And the V90 is pretty cool. No? Yeah. I saw one yeah. the other day, and it looks really nice. It's so long. Looking, it's see, so long looking. I only see God. the like cross country ones. Oh no! I saw like it was like a like very well dressed older uh, lady driving. Like instead of a Range Rover, she decided a Volvo wagon would be the classic choice. Cool. And it's true. Yeah. And also, as a side note, and probably our last note before we end this all uh, is good. yeah is. The uh, I saw a Volvo 240 pickup today. Ooh! And I wanted to chase after it to take a picture of it, and I just couldn't like get up to it. And wow. it was so weird looking. That's cool. I would expect to see that in like Portland, but like seeing that here is very strange. Very strange. Yeah. So, all right, that was very loud of me. Right there. Thanks for <laughs> listening, all. Um, Kevin, anything else? I think that's a podcast. I think that's a podcast. Thanks for listening. Please bye. like and subscribe. And yeah. then I'll say bye. Hit that like and subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye. <laughs>